Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The one and only Sammy Mora. You guys know her from Ute Zone. Covers uh, Red Rocks, Utah football. And and more around Utah athletics for Ute Zone. Sammy, how you doing this Saturday? I am uh, ready to watch some championship gymnastics. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I mean, they were so good on Thursday, Sammy. Yeah, they were. They were very lights out, which is uh, very impressive, especially considering that they were going up against Oklahoma and UCLA. Um, that second semifinal was called the semifinal of, of death, basically, because you had Utah, Oklahoma, and UCLA in that semifinal. And then one of those teams probably wasn't going to make it. And we saw that, sadly, was the case for UCLA. Um, but uh, You don't sound that sad about it, though, Sammy. I don't, didn't, hey, you don't hey sound okay, that... <laughs> here's, my, here's my thing. I honestly think UCLA deserved a spot at Final Four over Florida. Um, I think... There needs to be something done with uh, the way that semifinals are done, whether it's reseeding after regionals or even just taking the top four scores from the entire day. Um, so, like, the first session would go, and then then the second session would go, and then whoever's the top four, uh, the highest scores out of those four, I think would work because um, UCLA was by far a much, much, much better team than Florida was on Thursday. Do you think – we saw the top three teams in the country in that final in that final session with Utah, Oklahoma, and UCLA. Yes, I I do. I um, you know, Florida looks like a different team without Trinity Thomas. They're they're an all American showstopper. Um, she was only limited to two events. She actually got hurt at the regionals um, a couple weeks ago. And she's been listed as day to day with like a leg injury, but she still went out there and did vault and bars for them. But Florida also didn't help themselves. They fell off beam three times. Mm. Um, so I think the I think they peaked a little bit too early. But I think I think Utah, UCLA, and Oklahoma are three of the best. Um, Cal is one of those teams that I've been high on all season, and I think they're really good. And then LSU, on the other hand, LSU is is they have had so many injuries throughout this duration of the throughout the season. They've had girls with busted Achilles. They've had girls out with concussions. They've had broken bones. Like they've just been beat up and bruised. And the fact that they um, made it to final four is, is really, really, really impressive. Um, But I think, yeah, that second semifinal did have three of the best teams. Um, Cause people are going to throw in Michigan into that argument, but Michigan didn't even make it because they did have a uh, very crappy, uh, time in Denver at their regional final where they they ended up losing to LSU on a tiebreaker um so Michigan's always going to get thrown in that discussion but Utah Oklahoma and UCLA are three of the best yeah they had the it was the three highest scores of the semifinals coming out of that night session yeah I'm kind of with you like maybe they're maybe they're kind of like heats in a in track and field and maybe that's how they should be instead of you have to you have to be the top two in 
in each session. Maybe it's just maybe it's like in track and field where you don't necessarily have to be just because you're the best in that heat doesn't mean you're going to move on. And, and may, yeah, maybe and it I should think, just be the top four scores of the final eight. Yeah, and I think that that second semifinal was like actually just this entire uh, semifinal group. There was always going to be one semifinal that was heavier than the other. Um, because, you know, that earlier session, like, yes, you have LSU and you have Florida, but Florida's been beat up, LSU's been beat up, but then you have the this other semifinal that had Utah, Oklahoma, and UCLA, and those are three powerhouses. And you also factor in Cal into that mix. Like, this one was always going to – this year, this semifinal was always going to be one that was um, unevenly distributed, in my opinion, just no matter how you shake it. Like, there's no way that you can redo the seating in this one for mm-hmm. it to be even. Because no matter what you do, there's going to be one semifinal that has two heavy hitters and one that has three. Yeah. Uh, but really fun semifinals. Going to be a really fun final today. Let's talk about Miley O'Keefe. I mean, Jordan Childs from, from UCLA puts them temporarily in the mix to advance with an incredible performance on the uneven bars, a perfect 10 from her. And then seconds later, (laughs) seconds, it felt like, it felt like right after it was, it was maybe 10, 15 seconds later, Miley O'Keefe, while she's hearing all the big cheers around uh, Dickey's arena there in Fort Worth, she's on beam and she, keeps her concentration and, and and gets a perfect 10 of her own to to eliminate their rivals in UCLA and jump them ahead of the defending national champs in Florida. Was that her ninth or 10th perfect 10 this year, Sammy? Um it was her ninth. Ninth, okay. Um, which is a program but, record, right? Yeah, and we call like everyone calls her Ice Cold O'Keefe for a reason. <laughs> um, she has done this so many times where Usually it's her as the anchor, but obviously she wasn't in the anchor um, on Thursday. They had Grayson at the anchor, um, welcoming her back to that beam and bars lineup. But Miley is one of those clutch performers that you love to have. Um, you're if, Especially like in those situations where your back's up against the wall and you need a big score to move on. Nine times out of ten, you can count. Actually, I'm going to say ten times out of ten. You can count for Miley for a big score. She's just, she's so good at beam and she's just, so fantastic like ice cold o'keefe that's what uh her nickname was for her name her her call signal was ice when they had a uh, top gun night earlier this season <laughs> nice people on twitter have called her ice cold o'keefe i mean i've called her ice cold o'keefe before um but she is just so fantastic and just the way that she commands a beam is something that's like magnificent to watch um you just watch her and you're just mesmerized. I think that like there's a couple of girls in that Utah beam lineup that are the same way. Kara Aker is one for me that I am just entranced every single time she mounts that beam. Um, Crystal Issa is really good on beam as well. Um, but that beam team, um, I just want to point out that Utah's rotating the same way that they rotated on Thursday tonight. So, or today. So if, if it, it could come down to beam again for Utah to win this all. So and I think Utah fans now are, they're not, five or six years ago, if you were ending on beam, you were like, okay, we're done. Like, there's no way we're going to win this. But I think if Utah had to end on any event, I think them ending on beam is the best, in my opinion, just because of the confidence that group has, the skill level that group has, and just what we saw from them. 
especially on Thursday, the fact that they got to throw out a, like a nine eight five, and they got to count the rest were like either uh, there was one nine 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 eight eight seven five, and the rest were nine point nines or above, including Miley's ten. That's that's something that is uh, just it's just so amazing to watch that they're so consistent on that event. Yeah, I think if uh, I think if the team, I think if Tom Farden had his choice, he probably would would choose to end on being the way they've been doing it this year as well, and. I mean, that's we, we kind of buried the lead. We're talking about her cl- Miley's clutch, ice cold performance, like you say, living up to her nickname uh, with that ten um, to put Utah into the finals. She also is the all around national champion, which she was on Sports Center right after, and they and uh, Michael Eves asked him about that, and she kind of she kind of seemed surprised that she would be there because she said that. She said that was it vault that she says she starts about a half a point with a half yeah, a point so, difference. So, so she wasn't so sure that a, she would in in vault. Sorry, Sammy. She wasn't so sure no, she would get good. the highest score in vault there, but she was pretty confident in those other events. And and I mean national champion all around as well. Yeah. So Miley throws a Yurchenko full, which starts at a nine nine five um, start value. So she's not at that ten zero start value that all of the other girls that were in the all around uh, start with. But the thing is with Miley is, yeah, she doesn't start out with the greatest vault um, level, but she still has – she can make up for it on other events, um, mainly, namely Beam, in my opinion. Her bars, mm-hmm. her bars rotation is so good. She's finally um, – Miley and her double Arabian dismount is a love-hate relationship. There are times <laughs> where she sticks it cold, and there are times where she – it's not the best landing. Um so bars is another great event for her. Her floor routine is, it's fun. Her passes are some of the hardest in the country, if I remember correctly. So Miley is, is she's making up for it in different aspects. And she's the first, I like, I want to add this, that she's the first all around champion since Missy Marlowe, if I remember correctly. And that's like to, comp- to have Miley O'Keefe and Missy Marlowe in the same category, yeah. I think is, is so it's something that I don't think a lot of Utah fans really think is like, Yes, Miley is not the most decorated in terms of elite career. Like she didn't do the Olympics; she was just a JO. Like she's not she's not a Grace McCallum or a Kara Aker and Emily Morgan in terms of accolades. But if Miley O'Keefe, by the time her career is over next year, is not on the Mount Rushmore of all time great Utah gymnasts, I think there's seriously a discussion that needs to be had. Um, just because of the like the the, the sheer like number of accolades she's she's broken like records she's broken and stuff at, at utah she has she set the new career record for number of tens on beam a record that was held like she was if i remember correctly when she broke it she told us she was like i was only like she was either not born or she was only a couple of months old when that record was yeah. set. so it's just it's just amazing to see to like know what we're watching right now and the fact that we get another year of it with miley is just so amazing because one more year, she's just going to further cement herself in that record book. So just like Jaden Rucker, Jaden Rucker cemented herself in the record book this year too, with her three tens on vault. You know, the record before this was two in a career, and now she's at three. So there's quite a lot of record holders on this Utah team. So it's 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 they're so much fun to watch. Yeah, and uh, like we've been talking about, just incredible performance on Thursday. Grace McCallum made her return. On Thursday as well, she did just the 
she's usually competing in the all around, but she did just the two events on Thursday with the uneven bars and beam and nine, nine pluses on both of those. What'd you think of Grace McCallum coming back after two months, after a two month absence? What a comeback that, that was the first thing that came into my mind because she, you could tell after that bars rotation, how much she, this means to her than the sport she loves. Um, you know, just the sheer emotion that you saw on her face as she, went up to her teammate. She said, post me. She's like, I was trying not to cry, but then it just kind of hit me. Um, because a hyperextended knee, that is, that is a hard injury to come back from for gymnastics just because of what is asked of you. Um, but the fact she also said that she said, post me that she had only started doing beam Tuesday of this week or Tuesday of last week. So she's only been doing beam for like a week, a week and a half, maybe less than a week at times. So just, just it shows her drive and her determination and how much she truly loves this sport. I mean, having Grace in this lineup is something that I think Utah fans aren't going to take for granted anymore. Um, because like, yeah, this team was very, very, very good without Grace, but they are even better and they are a fully a national title contender with Grace in the helm. Um, the fact that they, they outscored Oklahoma, who was the odds on favorite to win um, is, is massive. And like, would they have outscored Oklahoma if Grace wasn't there? You can't really tell because of, like, you don't know what who would have been in those positions that Grace was in. I, I assume that uh, Tom would have put Jaylene Gilstrap in beam and McKenna Smith on bars. But just what Grace brings at the skill level, the, the drive, just the love of gymnastics, it's, it's something that is so magnificent to see. And I, I'm so happy and I'm so great that I'm grateful that she's back because it looked like she was going to be done for the season. And now that we're back, she's back. It's like this team has just gotten even more confident. So let's talk about today. Uh, the cha- championship day for NCAA gymnastics. Uh, you mentioned defending champs, Oklahoma there. You meant, and the other, the other two in the final four LSU and Florida out of the sec, Utah and Oklahoma scores dwarfed. Um, LSU and Florida's, as we talked about on Thursday night in the semifinals, as did, I mean, as did, uh, UCLA, but unfortunately UCLA was in this more stacked, uh, set night session. So they, they didn't get to move on. Um, is it Utah or Oklahoma or, or anyone else? Or do you see LSU or Florida, um, maybe finishing ahead of one of those two in today in the um, national championship? Seeing how the teams competed on Thursday, I think this is a Utah-Oklahoma race. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, LSU has the injury bug, and then I'm KJ Johnson, one of their uh, floor athletes, she got hurt. She was seen in a boot and crutches after the meet on Thursday. So that's another hit to them. Um, you don't know if, like, if Trinity all of a sudden is going to try and go for all four events. But, I mean... If I'm, if like, they said that it's up to Trinity. If she wants to go in all four, she'll go. But I just personally think, like, this is her last meet of her collegiate career. I wouldn't potentially risk a long-term injury on myself. Um, I think that Utah and Oklahoma are just, they're just too hot right now. Um, Utah, in my opinion, has, yeah, their vault looked really bad on Thursday. But Utah has the ability to go lights out on vault. And if they can go lights out on vault 
as well as going lights out on floor bars and beam. I think I think Utah is going to be able to distance themselves very quickly from Oklahoma, and I think that I think that um, Utah has a very good chance of winning this. If Oklahoma just comes out and is just lights out, it's going to be a slugfest between Utah and Oklahoma. And like I said, this is going to if it comes down to beam for Utah, I think Utah fans should be. I'm not saying you should be like 100% confident because you know this is the sport of gymnastics and anything can happen. But at the same time, um, this beam team, number one beam team in the country, they've just been so good. They perform at such a high level, especially in high pressure situations. But if I had to like give a like a solid answer, I honestly think that Utah might be bringing home a trophy tonight. Um, and I think that also it's interesting to note that like none of these girls were alive the last time Utah won a or won a national title. Last time they won was ninety five, so that's like a twenty twenty eight year drought that's going to come to an end tonight. And I I think that I think it's about time that Utah finally gets to bring home another national title trophy. That would be incredible if they're able to do that. Um, they also it will be a tall order going up against the defending national champions in Oklahoma. I'm with you. It, it, after watching Thursday, it just it feels like it's Utah or Oklahoma's to lose here, and I you you can't. I mean, it's hard to pick against Utah at this point, especially from what we saw on Thursday night. Uh, Sammy, I was ran out of time. Was going to ask you a little spring football. We'll have to do that uh, maybe next week. I'll, I'll be at the. I'll be up by either at the stadium or in the tailgate area doing the show there. So maybe I'll have you stop by and we can talk. We can preview the spring game next week. Sound good? For sure. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Awesome. Uh, that's uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Sammy. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You guys too. Have a have a great weekend. All right, that's Sammy Moore of Ute Zone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.